Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Helena and I had a bit of a, a barney, to say the least. A little bit of an argument yesterday, Helena, I think, would be we fair did. to say. Yeah. Okay, because you told me about your wonderful weekend. I would say we had a disagreement. I think that might be a little bit more fair. Um, yeah, I went to the zoo on Sunday. Beautiful day. Myself and himself decided to go for a walk in the Phoenix Park. Saw the zoo. Said, sure, why not? We'll walk around. Why not go in and see the caged animals? <sighs> we'll get into this in a moment. But yeah, we went for a walk around the zoo and it was lovely. Yeah. I'm, nice. I'm not saying it's... And by the way, can I point out the Dublin Zoo, out of all the zoos I've ever been in the world, is probably one of the nicest zoos in the world, right? Yeah, we actually got to see... Uh, we, the time that we got there, one of the kind of feeding things was on. The sea lions were being fed. Wow. And we got to see... Getting lions. rewarded for entertaining the public, were they? It's, it's actually... They, they're trained, as, as many animals are around the world. They're trained through positive reinforcement. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry when you finish doing the show today, because you've done such a good job, I'm going to get you to pass the show and I'll show it to you. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I'm Absolutely just saying. No problem with that. I mean, we had an argument because Helena knows ethically I don't... Now, I'm I'm not going to come across here as a hypocrite, right? Because yes, I do are. eat... No, I do eat meat. Because I believe that human beings, we are omnivores. You know and what you mean? do have a pet dog. What? I, I do, do have a pet dog. I'm sure you trained to positive reinforcement to do little things Yeah, but like... my little pet dog has the freedom in the house. In fact, she's treated better than the children. But, but in saying that, okay... A zoo is where animals are confi- confined for no particular reason apart from our entertainment. Now, we can go on about all the reasons of conservation and all that, and you said, but should they release animals back into the wild? Nothing has ever been released back into the wild. Untrue, and it is actually, conservation is important. A lot of the animals in the zoo are endangered species that if we leave them out there, we're never going to see them again. But animals... So what they do is, hang on, what they do is in the zoo, they have these endangered species, they have breeding programs to continuously have these animals in the wild. And where do they go once they breed them? There is, there is actually... They're sent to other zoos. No, there's some, there's a program where there has been animals reintroduced into the wild. For example, I have it right Oh, here. look at she's re- She's researched. Yeah. So the success- an insect, was it in Somalia it or something? Not, no, the success of the breeding program has meant that most animals in zoos are born in zoos. Give, I'll grant you that. And some of the zoo-bred animals have been part of a reintroduction program into the wild. For example, the golden lion tamarind and the skimmer horned oryx. I'm not no, sure what Have you ever happens. heard of them? No. I haven't heard of all wild animals. Have you? I'm just saying. Do you want me to test you? I'm just saying. Well, then I'm, there you go. It's, it's untrue to say that none of them have Animals been. that live in zoos. For example, elephants don't live as long as they do in the wild. Elephants walk 50 miles a day. They wouldn't have 50 metres to walk in a zoo. And are ele- elephants endangered species? They could be at some point. Yeah, they and they, their numbers are reducing. Giraffes, their numbers are reducing dramatically. A lot of the animals in the zoo, if you walk around and actually read the information and the educational purpose in there, is they let you know these animals are endangered and they're doing... Look at the best. gorilla. They're doing the... There you go. Thank you for pointing that out. Chimpanzees, for example, are endangered species. Only about 300,000 of them left in the entire world. They, yeah, close. and he sits there in a, in a cage with glass around him, bored yeah. out of his oh, head. Not true. Have you been to the zoo? Bored out of his they're head. Not, they're not in a cage. There is a massive chimpanzee enclosure. For Absolutely. And, and I did say Dublin Zoo, for example, does have a beautiful enclosure. The, the enclosures are lovely as enclosures go. I'm not giving out personally about Dublin Zoo, but most zoos are there for profit. There are... Look, there are some zoos around the world that I, granted, are not, they're not good places. They don't look after the animals the way they should. But Dublin Zoo, which is where I went, is fantastic at looking after the animals. They are endangered species. They're doing their best to keep these species in the world. And would you rather them all in the wild and become extinct? Yes. You would? Yes. They'd all be gone? Yes. Because animals become extinct every single day. Seven animals every single day become extinct. Uh, Hang on. 
It's just natural. That's the laws of nature. As long as we are not, no, as long as we are not being part of it. That but is, also, new animals evolve on a regular basis. That is not the. You're saying, you know, unless we're involved in it, humans are the problem with extinction. We're cutting down forestry to make like, you know, places for houses. Sorry, I'm getting tongue twisted. They, they're taking away their land, which means then that these animals are becoming extinct because they don't have what they used to have so many hundred years ago or whatever you want to say. So if we're doing that to them, we might as well try and keep their, them alive. Okay, the, the actual in. fact when it comes to breeding programs, although one of the main aims of most zoos is to have successful breeding programs for some of the world's rarest animals, the resulting offspring doesn't always result in successful integration into the world because many animals are born and raised in captivity, fail to successfully make the transition from captive to wild environment, meaning that sometimes there is no choice but to keep the animals in zoos or send them to another zoo. And are they well looked after in that do, we, do you know why zoos were brought in? Why, why did we have zoos? I'd imagine they were brought in for entertainment purposes. Absolutely. I'm not but, but no, it was a great fact. idea. It was I'm a not great, going to deny that fact. No, it was a great idea because, you know, as human beings, we'd never seen an elephant up close. We'd never seen a giraffe. We didn't know what they looked like. You know, we didn't all, we couldn't fly to Kenya. We didn't, we didn't see these animals. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the Discovery Channel. So the Victorian idea was let's have a place where we can show people unusual animals that they've never seen before. That, of course, has escalated into what we have now, which are modern, huge facilities and zoos. The difference is nowadays we have the Discovery Channel, we have YouTube, we have the ability and we have the money to fly to places where these animals are. We don't need to put them into zoos anymore. I understand that point, but you're missing my vital point on this, is that these wild places where these animals live are not basically being maintained because human beings, poachers... You know, all these different... Absolutely. Diseases and that, like, and, and we should example, be pumping money yeah, into stopping that from happening. Exam- for exa- like diseases like Ebola, for example, are wiping out chimpanzees. That's, that's taken them out. I read it in the zoo. There you go. I was educational. It's taken out the chimpanzees. So what, what these zoos are doing is, yes, they have animals there and they're breeding them and that, that is happening, but it's, it's happening for a good reason, in my opinion. But they're also putting in money and funding kind of wildlife sanctuaries and stuff like that in... Zimbabwe and different countries, you know, trying to keep these animals in the wild look after. Oh, but look, that's the argument. Second, are you silenced? No, I'm not. There's loads of arguments against it. You know, there's health problems, there's altered animal behavior, they're forced to behave in a certain way they don't normally behave. I mean, I mentioned already, most zoos are for profit. Uh, They put the money back into the zoo a lot of time, but it's to encourage more people to go because they obviously need to make money. Can I ask you one final question? Yeah, sure. What was the reason you went and got your dog, Millie? Mm. What's the reason I want to get her? The reason you went and got her as a Why? companion. But for your entertainment, and we and, and we t- we and we took her from a puppy farm. But it was for your information to save her. Your, but it was for your. Did you go there to save her? Did you go there because you want a pet dog for the family? Be completely honest with me. Pet dog for the family. For your own entertainment. No, well, it's not for entertainment. Millie really doesn't entertain me. She's a companion. I know that, but I'm just saying, like she relies on us to if feed we're her. All going to be here and be, you know, high and mighty, ivory terror. I'm not being no. I'm not being high and mighty. I'm just doing my bit. Now, I'm, in saying that, yeah, you might say I'm a hypocrite because I eat meat, but I am an omnivore. I do eat meat. We are human beings. But when it comes to using animals for entertainment, be it in zoos or circuses or whatever okay. it happens to be, do you agree with animals in circuses? I, I don't because they're not treated well, and there's no there's no. no well, they're they're, they're forced to behave in, in a way they don't normally don't behave. Yeah, the same no- way as you know, you talked about yesterday. Oh, you were there for the seals being fed. Yeah, they're fed at a certain time. In the wild, seals can feed any time they want. No, it's not that they're fed at a certain time. It was basically it's like a, a show almost that they put on. Yeah, yeah they, they put, put on a show, and the reward is they get a fish. But they're happy. 
They look happy. How do you know they're happy? They look happy. Why? How they look like they're smiling, do they? Animal is, or an animal is do, do you believe, honestly, that a lion is happy or an elephant is happy being in an enclosure rather than walking through the African plains where he will walk normally 50 to 60 miles per day? Do you believe they're genuinely happy? I think they don't know any different because they're oh, born there. That's not the answer, Lena. They don't know any different. We've got to go down happiness. And we're all happy in our daily... So what? Helena's born. From the day she's born, we don't let her out of the house. As she scratches, she doesn't know any different. But do you? Do you let her roam around? That's not a fair answer. Do you let her roam around the estate and kind of come back? Do you? Would you wear let her roam around the estate? How would you like if you were kept in a house all the time? Ask Julian Assange what it's like. He'll tell you. I'm sure he's not happy. Yeah. Okay, well, stay. Keep, well, I'll come back to Lena in a second. I want to know what you think, by the way, in relation to zoos. And of course, it, it is the news at the moment as well that the zoos are there because Kathy uh, gave birth on the 1st of April. Uh, an infant weighed around 2.25 kilograms, a little gorilla, a Western lowland gorilla. And um, the Helen Clark Bennett, who's the team leader of the African Plains of Dublin Zoo, said that the new bird is a great step forward uh, for this critically endangered species. She added, Kathy is doing a fantastic job so far as a first-time mother, keeping the young baby physically close in these crucial early stages. Now, and of course, apart from anything else, Kathy is another attraction for the zoo to get more people in because every time they have a little baby, it's advertised on the news, it's on the telly, it's in the papers, and it gets more people going to see Kathy. And I'm sure Kathy is gorgeous. But anyway... The point is, are they cruel? Do you agree with keeping animals in captivity in zoos? There is arguments to our for and against us, and you've just heard some of them, and Alina's very well researched today. And I want to know what you think. The question is quite simple. Do you think zoos are cruel? Let me know what you think. Uh, let me go to Michelle. Michelle, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Michelle? Hi, Niall. How are you? Do you agree with zoos? Niall, I'm going to go with No. Right, okay, why? You've been making, I, I feel you've been making some very fair points that I, I, I strongly agree with there this morning. Why I would say that, Niall, is because regardless of what the previous caller said there about them knowing no different, I strongly disagree. Instinct is inherent within us all and these animals know that they're missing out. They want more, they yearn for more. It is proven fact that a lot of these animals who are in captivity have to have to be administered antidepressants just to keep them alive, just so that they will eat to survive and continue to make these profit-run organisations money. Yeah. So I honestly feel... Well, they, just, they say the money they're making goes back into conservation, goes back into the health care of the animals. Uh, particularly, I suppose, now, in fairness to Dublin Zoo, it is run by uh, Dublin City Council. Um, okay. so, so, you know, it's, there's no person, one single person making money out of it. There are a lot of jobs there as well, and people, and, and I'm not suggesting for a minute they don't the care about the animals, they animals, really do. Niall, the animals, I think it is, correct me if I'm wrong, there's a Rothschild giraffe in Dublin Zoo, so, I mean, we're talking about very rich families that have been around a long time who have invested the money in the breeding. Well, I don't, I don't know that. No, I know a lot of the, the cages are... Ooh, are check they... it out there. I checked yeah. it out. It's actually on the zoo website. You know the zoo um, yeah. documentary that was on RTE? I bought all the DVDs. Right. And I noticed one of the giraffes is called the Rothschild giraffe. So that he's, is indicated is, of is the type sponsored? of money involved here. Is he sponsored by Rothschild? No, it's like the Rothschild giraffe. Sponsored probably, I'd imagine, from day one, you know, sourced mm. and... Basically, Niall, what I think it comes down to is these are sentient beings with really benevolent intentions. The majority of animals is one little YouTube there would show most people that there's endless amounts of videos online of animal kindness, of animal saving humans. Why do, you, why, do you think people see, why do you think people see nothing wrong with it? Because, you know, people see it as a nice day out for the family. Niall. 
we've been conditioned because it's all colourful and oh look nice you know but realistically I'm not not that these people are bad but we we've been we're, since we're young we're we're seeing it in our little cartoon books you know or animated well, no, I, books I understand we can't just close them down now, I know a Labour minister in the UK uh, proposed that zoos close down but what he did say is if you were going to do it you would have to put a plan together that it would close down in 50 years in other words you, to allow the animals to die off naturally right because you couldn't okay. just euthanise them all you can't right? dump them back in yeah yeah, yeah and they, you couldn't put those animals back in the wild again yeah but would we would children miss out on something those children maybe who don't have the money to go on foreign holidays to, to Kenya and places like that would they miss out on, on being up close and personal with an animal I understand what you're saying Niall but to be honest I think when it comes down to it you can nearly compare children and animals in the fact that they're both defenceless and vulnerable mm-hmm. you know they're defenceless they're vulnerable and they trust in us so animals need to be protected the same way children do you know mm-hmm. so this is actually a huge issue we could actually speak about the, the, nest, the, the look the simple fact is they're vulnerable they trust us you know, we're there. These so is that how we treat our animals a reflection on how we treat our citizens, I suppose, in some sense? Well, like, if you think about it that way, we're all beings. We have this kind of sense of entitlement. And not all of us, but, you know, some of, you know, human behaviour. This sense of entitlement, like putting birds in cages, like, seriously, like, come on, people. Yeah, well, like, Mike, in fairness to Mike Hogan, Hogan, when we had the argument, although Mike is a bit of a hypocrite because he, well, he goes to the zoo too. But Mike did say yesterday when myself and Lena and Mike were talking about it, he said, like, when he was there, he noticed the birds sitting on these little perches in these, you know, cages. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're kind of 10 foot by 10 foot cages, right? And he goes, they want to fly. They don't want to just want sit there. Fly. They just don't want to sit there all day. Of course. Look, I'll tell you, one of my main turn-offs, Niall, I was in Dublin Zoo many years ago. There were a load of excitable children, innocent little children, in fairness, they didn't mean it. But they were running around and they were hitting around, hitting off the, um, you could say, the caged area where the gorilla was. And the gorilla was literally hiding. I'll never forget it till the day I die. It's what made me think about it, really stop and think about it. Was he was hiding out of view with his hands covering his ears. He looked traumatised. All them animals want is what they deserve, which is to be part of nature, because they are nature as we are. Okay, well, stay there a second. Well, well, well hang on. Let me go to Donna as well. Donna, you're on Classic Kids. Hi, Niall. How are you? Uh, Donna, do you go to zoo? I do. I haven't been there for a while, but mm-hmm. um, I do like it. I mean, it's not like when I was a child, I remember actually being really sad. And I think my mother has a photograph of me looking really sad at the caged animals. But, you know, it's not like it was um, in the Victorian times. They've come on a long way and it's a lot more about conservation now. And um, But is it really about conservation? And, I mean, the thing or is that just a good yeah, word? Well, no, and you see, the thing is, I mean, obviously there can be even more improvements made. I mean, it's preferable if those animals are in the wild, but the problem is we're losing, you know, I mean, we've got the the, the palm oil is, is what's affecting the gorillas. And if, if children come along and see the gorillas and have an actual sense of, of you know, there's a new baby gorilla, and, you know, I mean... As any sort of anybody that that works with animals that knows animals, um, particularly wild animals, they will not reproduce if they're not happy. And we do have a new baby gorilla there. And I mean, sadly, you know, it may be the last place we'll actually yeah, see. But they have the conservation animals, programs you know? that they have, and I'm not saying they don't captive breed. They do captive breed. They have some captive breeding programs. But 99% of those animals, I mean, that's a statistic I just made up, by the way, but the majority of those animals are not released back into the wild. They're just sold to another, ch- another zoo. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, or well, passed on to another zoo because they, they have to have a genetic uh, mix so obviously you know if you have so many females there they can't then sort of be you know so what are we we're breeding to, animals so we sure can that they're not breeding yeah, but, an animal yeah, but, with but, a, but if, is the breed, genetic link well is the breeding program just for us to look at animals then or is it to actually achieve something because if it is actually to achieve something I don't think we're achieving it well, I believe it's the idea is to achieve and it also um, gives us information in terms of, you know, I mean, obviously we should be campaigning to protect those and we are campaigning, I suppose, to protect those animals in their wild and in their habitat. Um, but I do think that, you know, the old Victorian zoos are something that I don't approve. And yeah, London Zoo past, is a kip, you know, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you took it. I mean, there's a huge difference between that and, say, the African plains where you've got the sort of um, mm-hmm. the and the giraffes and uh, and the hippos and you know they're up and down and you know they're having a, a grand old time there you know and but we we see we think they're having a grand old time because we're just there for a couple of minutes and we we see them you know running around or whatever it is they do but realistically you know as you know Michelle was saying there when you look at say simpler animals like birds when you see birds in the all these birds in a cage or you see a crocodile in a glass enclosure indoors you know with about I don't know thirty foot either side of them. Are they, do you really think they're happy? Yeah, well, I think there needs to be improvement. I think things like that, any any sort of closely enclosed area is not good and anywhere that they can't actually escape the gaze of humans. The fact is, you know, that they can, I think, at the moment. I mean, you know, you, you could be wandering by there and you may not see a lot of the, the, yeah, the wild hiding. animals yeah. because yeah. they're able to hide. And I mean, that is their privilege to do that. And if they're curious and they want to come up and, and see people, that's... You know, yeah, but a lot of animals, a, a lot of animals just don't like human beings. Just like us human beings, there's some animals we just don't like. They don't like They're human beings. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and you yeah. know, and I mentioned you know some of the classic examples are elephants, for example, who statistically don't live as long in zoos as they would in the wild. They live longer in the wild. And you are right, and Helena is right about what we're doing to their natural habitats. We're destroying their natural habitats. But that's a completely different issue. Having zoos is not going to stop that from happening. Because there's a lot of information there about, um, you know, the number of, of wild animals. Um, you know, if you go around, you'll see that there is information on the conservation. It'll say this is how many animals that there are in the wild, and it'll tell you about the conservation. And I think that that sort of uh, information is imparted to children when they're going around um, and adults alike. And, you know, I think that we need to be aware of that. We need to be aware of the consequences if we go and buy our peanut butter, um, you know, try buy the one that uh, doesn't have the, the palm oil in it. Mm-hmm. We need to know, you know, that us, you know, that we are responsible as consumers um, in this part of the world as to what happens to those animals in another part of the world. Our plastic, like I'm doing a stick of plastic in Nolan's next um, Saturday and you look at like I've just printed out a picture there to put a poster up in the shop and like the whale full of plastic we need to know these things you know we need to know the consequences of our actions on those animals but we are becoming very conscious of it places like SeaWorld now for example are struggling uh, they're replacing animals with you know roller coasters because they know that people have become more yeah, conscious people don't yeah, yeah of how we're, how we're containing dolphins and orca whales and things like that now I know Dublin Zoo don't have dolphins well they do have dolphins do they have dolphins in, in Dublin Zoo I don't think they have no no no, we cer- don't. Yeah, have, we certainly have don't have orca whales either. Yeah. Uh, okay. There. Okay. Like, well, hang on, Michelle. You've listened to what Donna said there. Does she have some valid? Well, well, hang on, Donna. Very valid points, Niall, and they all come from a place of pure intention. You know, it's like Donna said yeah. when she was a child. You know, she wasn't as happy, and I'm not being smart. No disrespect to Donna, but we come up and we kind of rationalise and log- put things into logic. But really, the spirit of little children are the little. Not maybe not the spirit might not be the best word, but the kind of awareness. 
deep awareness of children is actually they're, we're incre- they're incredibly receptive. So on some level, your instinct was picking up on their instinct, you know, of how it was. They were, it was unnatural for them. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you said something a minute ago about like a lot of animals not liking humans, perhaps. Um, I just have found it a very interesting point because one, you know, as I said, there's endless amounts of heartwarming videos online of animals saving humans. Mm-hmm. And also, would you blame them if you were to step back and actually look? Not that I agree with that point, but there would be serious grounds for humans to not, for animals not to like humans at this stage. Which, you know, I personally think that they do. As I said, they are benevolent. You can see videos online, online if you type in bears waving at humans. I mean, if I, if, I, if I said to you, Donna, you know, from the day you were born, you're not leaving the house, and I'm going to feed you three times a day. I don't care if you want something in between or not. I'm going to feed you three times a day. And that's it. And then people are going to come and they're going to look in the window at you and wave at you and bang on the window every now and again. I mean, <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you hear it like that, you know, and I know you're a human being and yeah, I know yeah, we're top yeah. of the food chain, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But, but it, doesn't, it doesn't sit well, does it? No, it doesn't. And I, I don't believe that they should be in cages or behind glassing. And that's the way they were when I was a child. I mean, you'd go in and you'd look well, at them. Well, if you don't, well, if you don't believe they should be like that, why why do you agree with but zoos? But they're not like that. That's the, the zoo has moved away from that. You know, the zoo has moved Some away Some of the animals. Yes, at the African Plains is a wonderful enclosure, if that's what you're going to call it. And some sanctuaries are great because they're taking unwanted uh, exotic animals. But a lot of the cages and, you know, confinement areas for animals in most zoos are still the same. There's, some of them are small, you know, and they haven't changed. I mean, I know Dublin Zoo makes a great effort. I'm not having a pop at Dublin Zoo because if you were to ever visit a zoo, Dublin Zoo and Photo Wildlife Park in Cork are probably some of the best around. And, they, and I know the people who work there genuinely care about the animals. But it's the whole principle of keeping animals in a zoo. That's the question I'm asking today. Sorry, Donna. Stay with me there, Michelle, as well. I want to come to Catherine after the break. Catherine, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Catherine? Catherine. I've taken. Sorry, Catherine, start again. What did you say? I said, sorry, the most important point I'm taking away from your topic today, your two previous callers were fantastic, but what Alina said is that um, it is us humans who are destructive. You are are, devastating. Absolutely. I, well, no, I do agree with Helena. I'm not disagreeing with Helena on that point, but yeah. I do believe that's a separate point to zoos because I believe we should be doing something about poachers and about people who are destroying, you know, the natural habitats of animals and the reasons why we're destroying those natural habitats. But that's separate to zoos. I don't believe that's the same issue. Well, I, I suppose, like, if we could start by rejecting, if you like, and I mean, seriously, I, I emphasize the word rejecting palm oil because it seems to be in everything. That has, has, has um, you know, us humans, we, we are destructing their nature. Now, as for zoos, um, I, I know that I have not been to Dublin Zoo, but from what I've heard, it's one of the best zoos around. I mean, there I have been to zoos in other countries, and my God, it's, it's it's pure depression to watch these poor animals walking up and down, up and down, you know. Uh, and, of course, I think you know me by now that mm-hmm. freedom, freedom for for these animals is the best. If we can, if well, we those particular animals, unfortunately, won't get their freedom because even if we did, like if you took all the elephants and, you know, lions and tigers out of the zoos around the world, you couldn't reintroduce them back into the wild probably because they wouldn't last a day because they've been bred in captivity and they know no better, for sadly. Well, I think it's what um, John, I, I, he's from Aaron or something. If we just allow these animals to Die do what they have to do, go old and, and, and then 
So and not guess, replace them, I think that would be the answer, if you want yes, to. Yes, but at the same time, educate people, you know, to not to be destroying their natural habitat because we, I mean, down to the, the bumblebee, we need we need these animals probably more than they need us. Well, absolutely. Know? I actually read a story there recently, speaking of the bumblebee. Uh, yeah. In Florida, they had a huge problem with pollination because they had a lack of bumblebees uh, about two years ago. So what they did was they they breed bumblebees, obviously, as well, yeah. right, in California. And they filled a juggernaut full of millions of them, uh, brought them down to Florida and just released them. And the reason that is is because they'll go to the orange groves and all the other places and pollinate. So because exactly. pollination is essential. And, and I'll tell you, my son was with me over the weekend. I mean, oh, men are brilliant. Jesus, who wants to be a woman when you have the strength of a man? But anyway... You know what I, I noticed, I saw, is that um, quite a lot of, um, uh, what do you call them, ladybirds, you know? Oh, yeah. That, you know, I remember when I was young, I mean, the, the amount of ladybirds, but it is up to us, the superior, is that what we call ourselves? Well, I suppose we're, we're supposed to be top of the food chain, but stay there for a second. Let me just go to Connor. Connor, you're on Classic Kids. Niall, Connor, good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, it's been a while, Connor. Oh, Niall, it's been so long I've missed you. Uh, well, Connor, I hope you're well, because I did mention your name going back about oh, two or three months ago, and I had yeah. mentioned that you had been in the show a while. I hope and it was I, good, Niall. Well, no, I did say, I did say, you Probably know Probably wasn't. Although we don't agree on a lot of things, I did say I hope he's all right, I haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, Niall, Niall. Zeus, Zeus, Connor. I tell you, Niall, you're you're one of the one, you know, one of the few people who love their own voice, Niall. Ah, you know I know, I mean? yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you know it yourself? I know and it, Connor. You're your wings to the UK lately. Oh, I, yeah, well, I have been on the UK TV quite a lot what lately. What is that all about, Niall? They like the jacket. Niall, what are you up to there? Jeez, <laughs> I've seen you on telly. What schmoozing with Piers Morgan? Oh, he's a, he's a, well, anyway, <laughs> we know what he is. Right, Connor, let's get, let's get back to zoos if we can. Now, I, I, obviously you're a vegan, so you're yeah. absolutely against zoos. Yeah. But what do you say to people who will give you the strong argument that for young children, and Helena learned something over the weekend about, you know, palm oil and gorillas and everything, yeah, that they, they're, they're, they're being educated. Yeah, it is about education now. And the fact is, it's pure exploitation, no matter how much you want to dress it up. Many zoos yeah. around Europe are closing down because of the conditions, the lack of government uh, give, giving money towards it and everything else, and uh, just sick. Mm-hmm. And these animals then rescued from Europe are going into sanctuaries, which has given them a second chance. Yeah, and... Oh. We are absolutely, but but I mean, we can say that about some of the zoos. Some zoos are. I've been to zoos. You, well, London Zoo is a kip, right? And I've been to mm. zoos, you know, where animals have very bad, filthy, dirty, small enclosures. Nothing's benefiting the animal. No, no but there's I mean, no benefit to the animal business. there. But but you have to admit, Connor, even if you don't like zoos and you don't agree with them, mm. Dublin Zoo is exceptional in the sense. Well, that... Well, we can say that all we like, but it doesn't help the animal any better. It's still a zoo, yes. It's still a zoo. They're still confined. Mm. I understand. It's about that. money making a business. You said it yourself. Yeah. You know, I no, think I... it's just wrong. It's just wrong. It's exploitation to animals and their exhibits. That's all they are. Mm. I mean, would you like to be behind a thick glass for no, no, I wouldn't. Years? No, I wouldn't. I, no. I mean, that's a fair point, Catherine. You wouldn't like to be behind a gla- thick piece of glass and fed three times a day, would you? No, no, no not naturally no. feeding no. yourself. Can, can I explain to you that a few uh, old, uh, two weeks ago, um, I was uh, in my room and, and I saw this thing. I thought it was a lump of caca, you know. And um, I went over to it. I sort of prodded it. What it was was a bat. A bat. You know? well, you don't a see. Bat. Yeah, you know. Well, I've I've never actually seen a bat in my life. I mean, Niall. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no. Connor. Waiting to be fed. 
this is it. The wild, they're not waiting to be fed. They feed. Oh, well, Helena was boasting on about the fact that she saw seals. And it was great because they did little tr- sea lions. They did little tricks. And I agree with you there. They're exhibits. They get fed to do what they're meant to do. What's this training animals in the first place? They shouldn't be trained. Yeah, Helena, they're, they sh- they're trained exhibit. and they're being rewarded. I'm agreeing with Connor here, actually, for the yeah, first like time ever. Yeah, like SeaWorld, a lot of it. Yeah, they're being rewarded, Helena, exactly. for performing yeah. a trick. Thank God SeaWorld has gone downhill, I think. It's not, it's not like SeaWorld. What they actually do is, when they come out with the It's with all the, the same line, thing. Well, no, no, let, let, her, let her respond to that, Connor. When they come out with the sea line, they basically have it trained in a certain way that when they have this big orange stick, it means the sea line puts its nose... Stick orange it, stick. Hang on a second, Connor. When you say it's about they're, that, sounds they're, like they're I'm training really animals to do what humans want them to do. No, it's not. You're missing the point. What they do? Why are they, they training they... them in the first place? Well, look, let, well, let, let, her, let her finish the sentence. Come on. So what, on they, what they do is they have this stick, and that's trained for the for the sea lion to put his nose on the stick, so they oh, can check right. that sea. They can check the sea line for any sort of problem. So it's basically a health check, and they show you when they come out how they do this health check. They don't have them jumping up and down, um, you know, basically doing things to to entertain the the, the crowd. They show them how they they show the crowd how they do health checks. On well, the I, well, the next time you go to the doctor, and, you know, I, I'll reward you with a fish. How, that's a stupid <laughs> analogy, Niall. They, what they, they're showing you how they look after the animals, and it's, it's basically the reason they have to have these animals. We should have no show. reason to be training animals for anything. <laughs> Sorry. We shouldn't intervene with animals and training them for humans can so they benefit. Shouldn't, they shouldn't train them to stand still while they check. Why are we training animals? It's for humans' benefit. And what what have the humans done for animals? They've destroyed where their natural habitats are, so that yeah. we're in the so zoo we look it's after. a lose lose with humans. Sorry, it's a it's a not a, it's a no win with humans. So what are we supposed to do? Just turn our nose and forget it's happening? No, we should do something. You are 100% right, Alina. We should do something about the fact that we're destroying their natural habitats. But, the, an- the, but, the, an- but the answer is not putting them in a ca- is taking them out of there and putting them in a cage and then training them so we can all walk around yeah. with our little kids and smile at them. Training was a bad word to use and I'll hold my hands up. I shouldn't use the word trained because what they're doing is they're showing you how they look after them. So they're showing the public who are paying to go, on, to go in and see them basically how they look after them and, and by doing that the entertainment there is to fund entertainment the, the fact that we're using animals now in the first place it's wrong but no when I say entertainment I don't mean no when he's saying no, using animals well, well, okay Connor it's okay she heard you using animals we're, we're using animals to get you to the gate, whatever but, you pay, whatever you paid but, in, and I'm sure the money goes, you know, to helping those goes, animals. It does. It goes yeah, to conservation. I, absolutely. Well, no, don't use. I, I, I'm getting sick of the word conservation well, now. Well, at this stage, aren't I? Sick of the word conversation, conservation because that's the point of it. Well, if we, we if we actually put that money into preserving the animal habitat in the forest place, no. What I'm saying to you is, if worldwide there was an effort made not to be knocking down forests and not to be knocking they, them, that we wouldn't need to have zoos. Okay, fair enough. Dublin Zoo was opened up in 1831. I'm sure it wasn't opened up for the reasons it's there now, okay? Fair yeah. enough. I grant you that. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, it's not this holy grail that was there for the right reasons all the time. Now we have made it a place that is for the right reasons. And they do need to... No better for animals. They do need to raise money, which is why people go in to see these Their animals. Business. They need to keep the, they need to raise money for conservation, which they send. They do fund a lot of things in different countries. In Africa, no, they fund a lot of conservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, know, okay, well, well, hang, well, hang on. I want to bring Dave in just for the break as well. Thank you, Helena. Hold on for a second. Helena's getting very freaked out out there. Dave, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Dave? Hi, folks. Uh, you think the zoos are okay? Uh, I think they're a necessary evil. I'm not the biggest fan of zoos. Or oh, uh, evil, like, evil is right. Yeah, but I, like, I prefer to go to, say, like, Fort Wildlife Park than Dublin Zoo. But... Well, it's nearer right. to you, apparently, isn't it? 
Well, no, it's, it, I, don't, I don't know. It just it has a nicer feel to it. Yeah, by the way, I, and, and again, I want to say that both Photo as zoos go, if you agree with zoos, Photo and Dublin Zoo are excellent examples of how zoos should be run. There's yeah. no, no doubt about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Problem like, but, but the problem is, as Connor says, is they're zoos. Yeah, they're zoos. But, like, the thing is, but what's the alternative, though? Because, like, human beings, we collectively as a species, we don't give a shit about something unless it's right in front of our faces. Like, you can... Read all the nature books you want. You can watch David Attenborough from... Yeah, and that's the way to go about from it. From sunrise. That's fair enough. But the thing is, though, like, that's not going to capture the imagination of the next generation. But, I mean, Helena so, was waffling on there a few minutes ago about seals, right? So I don't know how many seals they have in Dublin Zoo. Seals are not an endangered species. No, they're not. So we, they, know, they don't need to be there. If we genuinely are doing it for conservation purposes and preservation purposes, what's seals doing there for? Entertainment, to get people in the door. Yeah, but the thing is, but, but seals, Feline, even, wild, even, even wild seals will congregate around fishing villages and stuff because they know it's an easy place to get food. Yeah, that's, no, but, that's, know, but that's what they actually do, that's fine. Still, but, no, they, I know, but like, the thing is, like, when you hear like, people like the likes of David Attenborough saying like, species are dying off at a rate not seen since like, Mostly since the dinosaurs human. went extinct. We need, like, we need it's because to, of human just, beings. Exactly, because of human beings, exactly. Yeah, but the thing is, we're we killing can, our planet. We can, yeah, I, I agree with you. But the thing is, though, we can pump all the money into conservation in the wild as we want. But when big businesses get involved and they want an animal's habitat so they can, for palm oil or for, for avocado fields or whatever, they don't give a continental hoot about biodiversity. Or enslaved farm animals as well. But I mean, in fairness, Connor, the vegans are not helping at the moment with their demand for soya. Soya is also killing habitats all across Brazil. Those are farm so, animals. are just as bad as anyone else. Yes. Most of so, I mean, it doesn't matter, Connor, if you're replacing one food with another food, it has to be produced. And to produce that food, particularly, you know, when you talk about things like soya, you need a lot of land. And that land, in turn, you know, is being destroyed, which is taking away natural habitats for smaller animals as well. So there is, there is an argument for that, too. I don't want to get into the whole vegan thing today anyway, Connor. But Dave, would you, would you, Yo. agree, you agree with Helena, obviously? Uh, to a point. Like, ethically, zoos are wrong. But... What's the... Well, if they're not thinking the, wrong, why are we doing it? Right, well, what's the alternative then? Do we just let these species go no, extinct? No, no, we don't. Well, hang on for a second. Now, when we talk about animals becoming extinct and animals evolving, it happens on a natural basis on a well, day. Like, it does happen on a natural basis. But yeah, but seven... I, I didn't even believe this until I heard seven, seven animals a day become extinct, right? Species of animals, right? Yeah. And, and, and also, I, equally as many amount, evolve every day. No. Yeah, and ninety and ninety nine percent of every uh, creature that's ev- every species of animal that's ever lived on the earth has gone extinct. Yeah, but the but only the ones problem- we seem to care about are the ones we recognise, like the rhinos and the elephants and the giraffes and the ones that we're very familiar with. There are millions of species of animals no. that we're not familiar with that but become extinct not, every day, and we're not running out to save them. No. But there's not. But there are thousands of species of birds, of amphibians, Absolutely. of reptiles. That, that we're, we're trying to save because the problem is yeah species do go extinct in a natural way due to maybe maybe the climate changes climate or, changes or absolutely yeah. but, 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 the, but the problem yeah. is but the problem is species are going now. extinct the, the last time species were going extinct at a rate that we find now in the natural world was when an asteroid smashed into the planet like because of human beings encroaching on their habitats they're going extinct. They, they, they can't... Um, they can't... They can't... Uh, and you're right. And, by the way, Connor, he is right in what he's saying. But again, I say to you, and I said it to Lena already, Dave, it's a separate argument that we, should be, we should be doing something about that. We should be doing more about the that. Instead of, I, yeah, we should. But the zoo 
keeping, you know, 50 animals in a zoo or is not the answer. No. Is, that's no. not going to make an ounce of difference. No. no, I agree. But see, the thing is, another thing we need to do as far as genetic diversity, because if a population gets uh, small enough in the wild, in a couple of generations, they'll no. automatically no, be inbred. No, that, that's not even no. At, least, at least, no, but it's true. Like, no, it's, it's not true, because animal, animals in the wild don't breed, and they don't no. have inter- intergenerational uh, relationships the way they do in the wild. They can. No. They, they can. They well, 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 hang on, sorry, Connor wants to say something. Sorry, no. We've silenced them for long enough. Sorry? We've silenced them for long enough. Go ahead, Connor. go on. That's all, that's all good. Um, uh, you see, naturally, the wild can take care of itself. Do you know what I mean? Uh, prides of lions breeding and breeding and constant breeding and all this kind of thing. It's, the human intervention on natural wildlife is the problem there. Yes, the climate change and, of course, destruction of the wild, uh, you know, disease. The nature, nature, natural disasters is, can't, be, you know, can't be helped a lot of the time. But a lot of the wild can help itself. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, birds have wings to fly. They shouldn't be in cages. That's the other point there, you know. I mean, there are animals, you know, that are just, I mean, Dave, that are just not built for zoos, particularly animal species with certain types of behaviours that zoos just can't cater for. They just can't, such as hibernating animals, migratory animals who need to migrate. Elephants, for example, the obvious example, I don't want to keep coming back to it, but they naturally migrate. You know, and they, they can't resist the urge to naturally migrate. But how far can they migrate? A hundred yards? Zoos to be what they are. Yeah, and I know, and they're genetically hardwired. They've spent millions of years evolving these traits, and I agree. Like, you can't keep so polar bears or giant pandas in zoos, either. So they, just, they, they won't breed. But the problem is... How do you think a polar bear felt last summer, for example, in Ireland, when it was 35 degrees? We don't have any polar bears in Ireland. We, I don't think we have any more. They're gone, are they, the polar bears? We used to have one. Yeah, he used polar, to swim no, up. That was wrong. Yeah. Polar bears go but they, but they are, actually, Yeah, but they are in some zoos. They still have them in some zoos. They but they're wrong yeah, climate and, and everything. Polar bears actually go insane if you keep them in captivity. If you ever see a polar bear in a zoo, because yeah. I remember... Any animal go insane. Any animal remember, go insane. But I remember the one in Dublin Zoo years ago. Um, he was stamping his feet off the ground and shaking his head Animals can get to pets as well as humans. Oh, of course they can. I, I, yeah, don't yeah. Doubt that. I don't doubt that. Like. Yeah. Do you know, but I'm just saying... It's an it's insanity like, in itself. But what, but what do we do? Do we just let them go extinct? Because like, I wish the government would wake up. Yeah, man, look, I, I agree with you. But the thing Which is... Whoever's like, in government, it's, it's all the same, isn't it? Ben, look, if you actually think that, like, like the world's governments, right, are going to put the interests of animals before business and before profit oh, and sure. before human beings, you're naive. It's not going to happen. It's look sick. at the guy. That's what it's sick is what it is. Look, look at the guy they elected in Brazil. He's getting ready to bulldoze the Amazon. He's oh, just said about themselves, did, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And well, he's, well, he's doing that for soya. Huh? That's for soya. Yeah, well, oh, I like this guy, yeah. I, I, I like that headbanger doesn't even care about like indigenous people's rights. So do you really think businesses give a shit about animals? I'm not a fan of zoos, but I do understand their importance for the future. Like, if it wasn't if for think, animals, where would we be? Huh? If it wasn't for wildlife and all animal life, where would we be? Nothing. We'd be nothing. Well, we are animals. We're just but we are not, and also we are not top of the food chain. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.